this here is a remarkable so so death <laughs> remix <laughs> je y'all run dmc to the beach y'all uh-huh. 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 <laughs> and me y'all know my name <laughs> come on LeBron may be coming to LA 
especially if he wins a championship. I think after he wins a championship, he's like, you know what, I'm out. That's what I think. That's just speculation. Anyway, hope you guys are doing good for this lovely Thursday evening. Today's date is Thursday, May 31st, 2018. Hope you guys are doing good. I'm doing good for a Thursday. I don't know why I was so tired when I got in from work. The minute I got in from work, I took a nap on the couch. Just like, oh, wait, I fell asleep. How long have I been asleep? But I was only asleep for like 15, 20 minutes. But I knocked out. So, yeah, I'm going to try to go to bed early tonight. Uh, we'll see. But, no, I need to try to go to bed early. Uh, for those of you who are listening to me on Blog Talk Radio or YouTube, too, if you guys want to call in, go ahead and give me a call, area code 347-996-5369. Press 1 on your keypad if you want to talk to me. Now, my chat room isn't open on blog talk. Sorry about that, you guys. Time got away from me, and it's like, ah, you know, whatever. <laughs> but I am live in the chat on YouTube. Uh-oh, who got hurt? Oh, LeBron James. I think someone hit him in the eye or something. He's laying on the court. Mm. Oh, it looked like he's all right. I think he just, someone stuck him in the eye. Dang. God, LeBron's a big guy, right? Look at that. Wow. Okay, enough about LeBron. Okay. <laughs> oh, wait, you guys. Oh, my God. Hey, you guys. Oh, my God. Do you know I've been talking for about four minutes, and I thought I had started um, my Google Hangout for YouTube, and I didn't. Anyway, hello again. <laughs> My name is Lisa. Welcome to the show. Oh, God. I'm usually here every Thursday evening, 7 p.m. Pacific Standard Time, radio.com. And I am also live on YouTube as well. If you guys want to call in, give me a call, area code 347-996-5369. Press 1 on your keypad if you want to talk to me. And uh, my chat room is open on YouTube but not on Blog Talk because time ran out real quick. So, yeah, so anyway, uh, as I was saying, hey, Karen, what's up? Um, As I was saying, I totally forgot the game was on right now. I didn't forget. It was kind of like I thought about it off and on during work. And then I remembered, oh, I have a show to do tonight. So I'm going to go ahead and talk through, you know, halftime. And, uh, yeah, I want to catch some of this game. Yes, we'll see. Yes, yes, yes. I still think LeBron might be coming to Los Angeles, but you never know. So anyway, you guys, uh, once again, today's date, (laughs) May 31st, 2018. Hope you guys are doing good. I am doing very, very well. Thank you very much. So you guys, I'm going to go ahead and get started now. Uh, Before I get started, I always, well, I try to always say Um, On my show, it is uncensored. Um, I don't go out of my way to be vulgar or anything like that, but these opinions are my opinions, so there you go. (laughs) You will hear some cussing from time to time and the N-word from time to time, so you have been warned, okay? Because I know, I don't know, maybe two people in the comment section of some of my shows are like, oh, I heard you say a cuss word. It's like, look, I try to give a disclaimer, so, you know, and I think, too, 
I don't know if it's on Blog Talk or on YouTube, but it says it clear as day. You know what I mean. I don't go out of my way to be vulgar and cuss a lot, but, hey, if it happens, it happens. There you go. So anyway, you guys, let's start off with some news. I want to start off doing some news real quick, and then we'll go ahead and get started with the show. And these news stories are not in order of importance or anything like that. They just caught my attention. Oh, look at the Golden State. They just, look at, ah, Steph Curry. (laughs) He did a three-pointer at the last minute to tie the game halftime, 56 to 56. Oh, I like little Steph. He's cute. He's cute. But I still kind of want LeBron, though. I don't know, because Steph, you know, he's, He's still very young. You know, he got time. He got time. Look at that. Look at that. Ooh, that was like a Kobe move. Oh, oh, he's so cute. Oh, I like him. Anyway, let's, Lisa, let's quit lusting after the married man that's probably old enough to be my son. All right, why don't we stop? (laughs) Okay, you guys, let's get to some news. Where is it? Uh, Let's see. I got all this stuff on the laptop. Let's see what we got going on. Homegirl acting up again. Well, she's not acting up again. I guess they're bringing up some more stuff that she has said in the past. And that's homegirl from um, MSNBC, Joy uh, Reed. Because remember, wasn't it just last month? Um, I believe she had a blog, I don't know, from a few years ago. And she had said some, I don't know, I guess homophobic comments or something like that. And then she tried to say, I didn't say that. My computer was hacked. Oh, my God, you guys. Why did the FBI get involved? Because they're like, oh, my God, if your computer is hacked, that's serious offense. See, who's hacking your computer? And guess what happened? Joy is like, well, I don't know if somebody hacked my computer or not. I'm sorry. So I don't, uh, So is she a liar? Eh, most likely. Well, now Joy is in the news again over some old blog posts that she did back in uh, about uh, 9-11, I guess how she felt it was an inside job, and she was saying people need to listen to Alex Jones, which is interesting. If you don't know Alex Jones, Alex Alex Jones is a, what would you call him, right-wing conservative? I don't know, and he – he really believes in a lot of bizarre conspiracy theories. Uh, it's like, okay, just like uh, the incident uh, where 19 children were massacred. You guys, of course, remember that from a few years back. Um, he said it didn't exist. You know, it was all a conspiracy. So now he is being sued by a couple of parents. So, yeah, he's one of those. You know, he he's off the chain with his conspiracy theories. But evidently, uh, back in, like, 2006, you know, Joy Reid, you know, she was like, you need to check this guy out, which is very interesting because their politics are totally different, which is fine, you know, but it's kind of, like, interesting, you know. So I guess um, she said that she said check out uh, Alex Jones, the terrorist attack was carried out by the United States government, you know. So it's like, okay, Joy. So I guess you'll be apologizing again real soon. So there you go. See, that's why I know I, God, me being famous, I ain't going to make it, (laughs) y'all. 
with the stuff I've said on this show. Oosh. <laughs> Don't think I'll be running for political office or anything or anytime soon. No, no, no. Oh, God, what else is going on? Oh, did you hear about this chick, Samantha B? I guess she has a show. She's a comedian. I guess she has a show or whatever. And she had called Ivanka Trump a feckless cunt. It's like, wait. See, that's like white people stuff. I'm like, feckless. Wait. Cunt. I don't use that word, but okay. (laughs) But that's what she called Ivanka Trump on her show last night. And the reason why she said that she feels Ivanka should do more uh, for illegal immigrants and, you know, all that stuff. And that's what she called her. And, uh, you know, I think she had since apologized, like, hey, I'm sorry, whatever. You know, let's keep this moving. But she is losing sponsors, you guys. Auto Trader and State Farm have decided to suspend their sponsorship for her show. Mmm, that's interesting. I'm telling you guys, I'm telling you Trump has more support than you. I really do. People are just like on the down low about it, you know, because it's like State Farm. That's a major corporation, and they're pulling their sponsorship, you know. And then again, too, see, you can't be, people keep forgetting Donald Trump is now president of the United States. We keep thinking we can just pop off at the mouth about him, you know what I mean, and it's all good. It's kind of like, uh, when he was on The Apprentice, yes. Now, no. And then to talk about his daughter, it's kind of like, uh, do we want to go there? Because I remember, remember how uh, the media uh, would go uh, try to uh, call Chelsea Clinton unattractive? I don't know if you guys remember that. You know, they would, like, try to call her attract, unattractive and all that kind of stuff. And uh feel like they tried to do that years ago with Jimmy Carter's daughter, something like that, if I'm not mistaken. So it's like, eh, you know, I understand you don't like Donald Trump and his family, but uh, he is president of the United States. And if you come for his family, I mean, come on, you know. So who knows? Maybe her show We'll go off the air. I don't know. Because remember Homegirl? What's her name? Kathy Griffin? Remember when she had the fake severed head of Donald Trump? You know, she thought the shit was cute and funny. And then the next thing you know, where is her career? <laughs> you know what I mean? She just took it to the next level. It's like, ah, come on now. Yeah. So anyway, this one guy, um, I guess he's, it looks like he's an early front runner. On The Bachelorette, I guess he's doing really good and everything like that on the show. Guess what, y'all? Just like with Joy Reid, they did a little digging in his past on Instagram and everything like that. So I guess they found stuff where um, he was uh, mocking uh, illegal immigrants, uh, talking about, uh, I guess, the transgender community, feminists. You know, and all kinds of stuff. So he's like, I'm sorry. It's like, ooh, dude, you're probably out. Yeah, he's probably going to get kicked off the show. So we'll see. Who knows? But, man, everybody's doing some digging now. It's like, what? And what else? Oh, and then there's a rumor. Oh, my God. First off, I didn't know this, but I guess Holly Berry is going to be in the new John Wick movie. Y'all know I love me some Keanu Reeves. Oh, God. 
Love me some Keanu Reeves. And John Wick, oh, God, love those freaking movies. As a matter of fact, oh, God, here I go. You, you guys know I love doing little trivia and stuff. Did you guys know John Wick started out as an independent film? Because Keanu is like saying, you know, I'm older now, so I'm not getting the big, giant blockbuster roles that I used to be able to pick and choose from. Because, you know, back in the day, he'd do a blockbuster film, and then he'd turn around and do an independent film, you know, like go back and forth. But now that he's older, it's kind of like, okay, you know, things ain't coming in like they used to, but he's cool with it because he likes to act, and he's already rich, so, you know. So anyway, he took the role of John Wick. It was an independent film, and uh, and it was just going to be released independently. But then Lionsgate took a look at it and like, yeah, you know, this film looks like it's pretty good. We're going to go ahead and release it wide release, you know, and that's what it did. And John Wick was a success to the point where they did a part two. That was successful. So now it looks like there will be a part three. Oh, but guess what? Then there's trying to be a rumor Holly Berry and Keanu Reeves got something going on. Uh, Holly, don't you be taking my man, okay? I'm just telling you, we're going to have a bit of a problem. Yeah, yeah. Anyway, that's just a rumor, you know, because they're in the movie together. And you know how it is. You could be talking about business over dinner. And people are like, oh, they got something going on. You know what I mean? When there's like really nothing going on. So, who knows? Who knows? Oh, and then that chef. Ugh, he's so gross. What's his name? Mario Batali? He was on that show, The Chew. I didn't know this guy was like a super famous chef. I mean, whenever I would have a day off, you know, I tune into the show from time to time. It was an interesting little show. It was, let's see, it was uh, the black chick was on the show. Uh, it was that this guy here. And I want to say two other guys. You know, it was interesting, whatever. But anyway, now Mario Batali, oh, well, first that show has since been canceled, you know, and Mario Batali, he's being accused of, you know, all types of uh, alleged sexual misconduct and all that kind of stuff. And, uh, and you know, I think they're shutting down his uh, his restaurants and everything like that. So it's, like, interesting. So, hey, you know, who knows? But now more women are coming out uh, saying uh, that he sexually harassed them and stuff like that. So we'll see. You know, so far, I don't think he's refuted anything. <laughs> so it's like, damn, it's like, for real, that's how you rolling, Mario? That's how you rolling? It's like, wow. Oh, Morgan Freeman. Morgan, Morgan, Morgan. What's going on with you, buddy? What's up with you, man? <laughs> oh, my God. Oh, hold on, you guys. I Let me see. Uh-oh, look at me. Oh, sorry, you guys. I had the wrong chat thing open. Hi, Fiona. What's up? Hi, Tyree. What's up? Yeah, I had the, sorry. I had the wrong thing open. Whatever. <laughs> oh, CNN has no plans to retract an article uh, that accused Morgan Freeman of inappropriate behavior. There were like, kind of like, allegedly 16 people are like, you know what, 
homeboy got a problem. But, uh, and I guess um, Morgan Freeman is allegedly trying to threaten legal action against CNN. Uh, He gave CNN a 10-page, quote-unquote, legal threat. Uh, Get your name out my mouth. And CNN is like, "Uh, no, we're not. (laughs) What's happening, Tyree? I am doing good. Thank you. I am doing really good tomorrow's Friday, and it's payday tomorrow. I'm doing very, very good. Everybody's rich on payday, right? Right. Oh, God. Oh, and Obama, a book. Oh, my God, you guys. A book is coming out um, about Obama. And what was going through his mind when he found out Trump won? I'm not going to touch on it too much tonight because I think I want to make it a topic. Uh, Maybe I'll be on here over the weekend or something. Um. It's Friday already here. Oh, really? Where are you at, Fiona? Wow. Yeah, I'm out here in uh, Southern California. So right now it's uh, after 7 p.m. So, yep, yep, yep. Yeah. So, yes, please don't, Lisa. Don't what, Tyree? (laughs) Oh, you're in Shanghai. What? What? I know somebody uh, from um, Hong Kong, actually. Yeah, what's up? Oh, look at this bachelor. What is this? I was just talking about the bachelorette. What is this? Uh, You know, I haven't watched the bachelorette that much. Maybe in all the years it's been on. I think I've watched it maybe three times, you know, because I think the first time or maybe the second time I watched it, was when this uh, white guy was a bachelor and he uh, had like two or three black chicks in the mix. And I was like, uh-oh, I got to see this. And then I watched it. Well, I tried to watch it the last time. I remember when for the first time they had the black chick be a bachelorette or something. And it's like, eh, you know, I tried to watch it. It wasn't as good as what I thought, you know. Oh, Fiona said Hong Kong is very nice. Oh, okay, okay. Wow, Fiona, girl, how interesting. Oh, it's 1021? Wow, isn't that something? Wow, well, thanks for listening, girl. Wow. So, yeah, you guys, a book is coming out about Obama. It's not, I don't, it's not like a gossipy book or anything like that. But it talks about what Obama went through uh, when Trump became president when he found out. And let's just say Obama, like everybody, was very shocked. And he started second-guessing himself, trying to figure out what could he have done to stop Trump from becoming president. Like, God, I missed the ball. You know what I mean? So, yeah, so we shall see. Yeah, so that'll be interesting. So I'll probably maybe talk about that talk about that in the next few days. Oh, and that uh movie called Solo, you know, the little Star Wars thingy and stuff like that. Um, it made good money, but not as good as uh they thought the movie was gonna be. You know, I think it made like a hundred million dollars, but I guess the studio assumed it would make, you know, more than that, especially you know, over the three-day weekend and all of that. So I don't know. We shall see. Drake, 
I'm not even going to get into him and push a T. You know, I asked my daughter, I was like, tell me the whole story about the drama. And my daughter's like, it's kind of, it goes back. I think my daughter said it goes back to like 2011. I was like, forget it, forget it, forget it. In case you guys don't know, um, Drake and Pusha T, uh, this rapper, and Pusha T, come on, he's like 41 years old, you know. Anyway, I guess over the years they've been going back and forth, and now it's really gotten a little more hostile than it has been before. Uh, Pusha T uh, posted up a picture of Drake in blackface, you know, and it's a real picture. You know, he is in blackface. And Drake is saying, you know, he posed several years ago, him and his friend, uh, who's black, uh, they were just uh, doing about stereotypes and how black people are depicted in stereotypes and, you know, different things like that. So they took pictures and whatever. So anyway. So, yeah, I know, Tyree, that's the type of rap I don't listen to. Yeah, Drake, man, who would have thought Drake would take over the rap game? a biracial kid that used to be an actor from Canada (laughs) is holding down the rap game. Oh, my freaking God. Anyway, so, yeah, they've been going back and forth, and now Pusha T is talking about Drake has always had a secret child, and how come we don't know about it? Y'all didn't know he got a baby by a porn star or something? So I don't know. Then there's a rumor Drake is going to take a – uh, DNA test, and that was just a mess. And then this uh, Pusher T is talking about Drake, you know, because he's biracial, he's confused, you know, his daddy left him. I mean, it's a trip, man. It is a trip, man. So who knows? Yeah. Oh, God. Well, Karen, he has no street cred. Yeah. Uh-huh. Oh, but, oh, my daughter loves her some Drake. Oh, my God. That ever since he, she has been liking him ever since he was an actor. She has been liking him before he was a rapper. Because when she was growing up, he played on this little high school show called Degrassi. It's a Canadian show, and it's just about high school life. And that show was on the air, God, I want to say for like 15 years. And what they would do is they would trade out the actors. You know, after they got a certain age, you know, they all would, they would bring in a new crop. And I think Drake was a part of the next to the last crop of actors. So I believe the show is off the air now. So, yeah, and the reason why he stood out to me, because, you know, everybody on the show was, like, white. And I'm like, oh, who's this guy here, you know? And, yeah, I remember the name on the show was Jimmy. Jimmy. (laughs) Yeah. So, anyway, okay, enough about that. And you all know about George Bush, the dad. He was uh, taken to the hospital on Sunday. And uh, because his bread, uh, blood pressure was low and he was tired. And uh, I don't know, I guess he's doing all right. I ain't heard he passed on. So um, I guess he's all right. And you guys heard about the actress, Brigitte Nielsen. You remember her, right? Come on, y'all remember her from back in the day. She used to be married to Sylvester Stallone way back. Well, she's pregnant, you guys. Yes, with her fifth kid. She is 54 years old. And remember she had that weird reality show with Flavor Flav. Maybe some of you will know her from that. But, yeah, if you're old school like me, you remember her from the movie Rocky Four and Red Sonia, where she was like a Conan the Barbarian type chick, you know, and everything like that. But, yeah, she is 
pregnant again at the age of 54, and she has kids like in their 30s and all that kind of stuff. So, yeah, yeah, yeah. What up, Melania Trump? What's up with homegirl? Uh, we're so busy talking about Roseanne. The first lady could be on her deathbed, right? Uh, it looks like she had a kidney issue or something like that, so I don't know. Yeah, sorry you guys if you hear the TV. I'm, you know, I I had the sound down, but, ooh, it's already in the third quarter, y'all. Yeah. What you say, Karen? You love the older mom thing? Yeah, some people have a problem with it. I, I mean, men get young chicks pregnant all the time, these old guys. I don't understand what's the – it's the double standard. You know what I mean? Like, oh, my God. Like when uh, Janet Jackson had her baby, oh, my God. And we have to understand, too, a lot of these rich people, they're not on the same timeline as we are. You know what I mean? I remember when Janet Jackson, she gave an interview, I think, when she was like 40 or 41. And she goes, yeah, I'm thinking about having a child one day. And I remember like, oh, my God, you're 40. What are you talking about one day? And sure enough, <laughs> there you go. Yeah, a lot of rich people, they don't have time limits on stuff like that. Because, you know, they're busy traveling the world. You understand what I'm saying and doing all that kind of stuff. So, oh, look at this. Uh, uh-oh, we got another Mission Impossible. Man, Tom Cruise is just going to keep going, isn't he? Can't, yeah. I'm trying to think. Because, see, Tom Cruise minds his own business, doesn't he? I guess Scientology works for him. Look at him trying to do all his own stunts. Yeah, it looks like whatever is, it looks like it's working for him, you know. He looks youthful, you know, and it looks like he's all right. So who knows? So <laughs> crazy, Tom. I'm like, Tom, I know. I think they're trying to do a remake of Top Gun, you know, I think with him, if I'm not mistaken. Man, Tom Cruise don't want to get old. Man, he's going to keep on doing stunts. He's going to keep on and on and on. <laughs> oh, God, what else is going on? Um. Oh, that guy is coming to town tomorrow, you guys. What's his name? Kim Jong-Kol, uh, the North Korean, a former spy. He's supposed to hand deliver a letter uh, from Kim Jong-il or un. I keep, I keep getting him and his uh, dead daddy mixed up. <laughs> anyway, he's supposed to hand deliver a letter to the president. So who knows, but I know um, Donald Trump, he still wants to meet with him. So we'll see if, um, we'll see how that is going to play out. And I think that is it, you guys, for the news. Let's get to these topics so I can get to this game. No. (laughs) Let's talk about, oh, God, I hate to even say her name. If you guys want to call in, give me a call, area code 347-996. Five three six nine, and you can press one on your keypad if you want to talk to me. Okay, blacks don't want to meet with Trump, then Kim Kardashian will do it for you. Yes, you guys, you guys already know homegirl went to the White House yesterday. Why did she go? Oh, thanks, Tyree. It's Kim Jong-un. Yeah, there you go. Thank you. Why did Kim go to the White House yesterday? No, it wasn't to do a remake of Monica Lewinsky. No, because she would have did that under the Obama administration because you know how she rolled. (laughs) Anyway, she went on behalf of a woman by the name of Alice Marie Johnson. 
Now, Alice is a 62-year-old black woman. She's a, actually a great-grandmother who's serving a life sentence without parole uh, for her 1996 first-time nonviolent drug offense. And she was convicted for her role, along with 15 other people, in a large cocaine distribution ring that was based in Tennessee. And she was 41 years old at the time of her arrest. So, oh, thanks, Tyree. So, yeah, so she wasn't a spring chicken, you know. She was 41 years old when she got arrested. So here's the story, you guys. Um, it looks like she had her first pregnancy when she was 15. She went on to graduate high school in Olive Branch, Mississippi. And after high school, she had four more children. She got divorced in 1989. Unfortunately, she lost her job at FedEx. It's like, damn, you know that was a good job. She was there for seven years, but she lost it due to gambling addiction. Then after that, she lost her house to a foreclosure. And she filed for bankruptcy. Then in 1992, her youngest son was killed. It looks like he was killed in some sort of scooter, motorcycle accident. So it's like, wow. So it was at this point in her life, Alice became involved with people who were dealing drugs. And she began to work for an operation that transported cocaine to Memphis, Tennessee. In 1993, She and 15 others were arrested on all different types of drug and money laundering charges in exchange to getting a reduced sentence. So the ones that testified against her, um, you know, they got reduced sentences and everything like that. But Alice is saying, look, man, I was just a go-between. And she never made any of the deals. You know, she never set up any of the deals, and she never sold the drugs herself. Now, the co-defendants who testified against her, their sentences were reduced to probation without jail time or up to 10 years in prison. So either you didn't go to jail at all or the longest sentence you would get was 10 years. But Johnson received life without parole plus another 25 years added on. It's like, damn. So it's like, wow. And Alice has said, I've made some very poor decisions out of desperation. I want this to be clear. I acknowledge that I have done wrong. I made the biggest mistake of my life to make ends meet and got involved with people selling drugs. And she goes on to say, I became what is called a telephone mule, passing messages between the distributors and the sellers. I participated in a drug conspiracy and I was wrong. Now, Alice's story first came to uh, Kanye's wife. I hate to say her name. Y'all know that hoe. You know, it caught her attention after she saw a short video about the case that was posted on social media. And she allegedly was moved by the story and asked her longtime personal lawyer, Sean Hawley, to take a look at the case. And uh, as of right now, uh, she is paying uh, for a new legal team. Uh, for Alice. So we'll see. And, uh-oh, honey, Kanye's wife, say her name, Kim. Honey, she's been joining forces with uh, Trump's son-in-law, you know, Jared Kushner. Uh-oh, Ivanka, you better watch your man, honey, because you know she looks nasty, you know what I mean? 
It seemed like you couldn't leave her alone with your husband for not five minutes, honey. You you already know, honey. Oh, please don't let me get vulgar. Oh, God. Mm-mm. You know how she will. What that mouth do? Okay, anyway. <laughs> she has joined forces with him, uh, who has a title of senior advisor to the president. And he has been pushing for federal prison reform. Now, you guys, I didn't know this, but he created a bill or something called the First Step Act, which allots $50 million for uh, rehabilitation programs for inmates. And it just passed the House of Representatives last week. I'm like, wow, that's interesting. See, I'm telling you guys, this is why I have a feeling Trump is going to get a second term. Because, see, they're working and doing all this stuff behind the scenes while we're watching Roseanne. I had no idea his son-in-law was even interested in prison reform, and he's getting laws in place. I didn't know this. So it's like, okay, we'll see. So anyway, he's been in contact with Kim. They've been talking. Okay, homeboy better watch it, you know. Yeah, I don't think he wants that trash. Trust. He's like, please, I don't roll like that. He's like, I only roll with the best. You know, but let's hope you don't have a weak moment. (laughs) So anyway, um, so what's going to happen next? Okay, Kim went to the White House. She met with Trump. You know, she was dressed like a nun. Did you see her? She literally was buttoned up way up to her neck. She looked like a baggy pantsuit. You know what I mean? It's like, wow. So what happens next? They have a little meeting. What's up? Well, the pardon process, that's up to the president to decide. Obama had already decided on her case when he was in office, and he was like, hell no. (laughs) And what was so cold about it was the fact that Obama denied her a few days before he left office. It was like, well, I'm getting ready to leave office. Let me deny her real quick and keep it pushing. (laughs) It's like, wow, you know. Allegedly, Alice fit all of the criteria under President Obama's uh, he had some kind of clemency, look at me, I don't know how to say that word, clemency project back in 2014. Evidently, she met the mark. You know, these are the requirements. She's like, yep, met him, met him, met him, but she was still denied anyway, so I don't know. But Johnson's daughters, they remain hopeful that, you know, maybe the long wait may soon be over. And they have said since Kim has gotten involved, things have sped up. People are talking about it more. And not only that, yesterday was her mom's birthday, so they were very happy. Okay, now here's my opinion on this whole thing. Alice, bless her heart, she picked the wrong time to commit that crime. Oh, my God. What'd you say, Fiona? Isn't this all an act to get reelected? You know what? To be honest, I know I I tell you guys this. I know it sounds crazy. It seems like he Trump has no competition. Who is going to stop him from a second term? That's the thing. I mean, because he's passing bills and laws, and we're not paying attention, you know. So, so far, the economy is just chugging along great. Stock market, great. Unemployment has dropped. I mean, you understand what I mean? He's hitting all these marks, but we're kind of not paying attention until it's time for the debate. And then... All we can say is call him, what, a white supremacist? Okay, he's been called that. A sexist, he's been called that. He's not sensitive for the handicapped. Yeah, he's done that too. Sexual harasser, 
Yeah, he's been called. I mean, you know what I mean? It seems like nothing is sticking to this guy. And remember the time when he said, man, I could kill somebody in New York in the middle of the street in broad daylight and nothing will happen to me. Remember when he said that? I was like, oh, no, he'll never be president. <laughs> Say Michelle Obama wouldn't have Kim's no a whole ass in her house. Oh, I know that's right. Oh, hell no. Even even if Obama wanted to, it's like, what? Because you know she probably was getting a little tired of Beyonce, right? <laughs> it's like, you know, you know she's like, okay, now, okay, now. That's enough now. <laughs> oh, God. But Alice, yeah, she picked the wrong time to commit that crime because, unfortunately, her case fell under the 1994 crime bill that was signed back then by President Bill Clinton. And to this day, that is one of the toughest crime bills ever signed in the history of the United States. And also keep in mind, back then, drug kingpins were getting the death penalty. I didn't know this, you guys. I just recently found out about this. I don't. I didn't know about it. And I want to say back in the late 1970s, 1980s, y'all have to look it up yourself, okay? I'm not sure. But I know a guy by the name of Juan Garza. Um, he was a drug dealer, and he was given the death penalty. He got the death penalty in 1993, and he was executed in 2001. I'm like, what? Because, yeah, that death penalty thing, that was under the uh, George Bush administration. I don't know if it was under Ronald Reagan. I'm not too sure. But I know because, you know, it was a crack epidemic going on and everything like that. So I believe it might have gotten started under the George Bush administration. And then Bill Clinton took it to the next level, you know, because then that's when we had, you know, three strikes and, you know, all that kind of stuff. So. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, yeah, so with Juan Garza, I just found out about him a few days ago. There's a, a documentary about him on YouTube. So, yeah, because, honey, they was, they was giving these drug kingpins a death penalty because at first they were going after the low-level drug dealers, you know, putting them in prison and stuff. But then the big drug kingpins, they were getting off scot-free because they're like, what are you talking about? I don't deal drugs. What? what? You know what I mean? So it's like, eh, we need to change the law to get the ones that are higher up. So, yeah, so interesting stuff there. And she's just saying she was just a go-between, you know, like, hey, I was just a go-between. Yeah, that might be possible, but she had to have maybe had more information for everybody else to get a reduced sentence if they turned her in. I mean, because if she was kind of insignificant, uh, you know, you understand what I'm saying, then why... You know what I mean? Then why did everybody else get a reduced sentence for turning her in? Yeah. Oh, what'd you say, Tyree? I didn't know about the crime bill back in the 1990s. Oh, yes. Um, uh, Tyree, look at the uh, documentary um, called 13. Uh, that uh, That's a documentary by Ava DuBernay. You know Ava. You know she did uh, Queen. She does the show Queen Sugar. And um, and she just did that movie. You guys know what I'm talking about. The kids' movie that Oprah was in. What was that freaking movie? You guys know. What, oh, uh, A Wrinkle in Time. Yeah, she just did that too. So very interesting. And and in that documentary, you'll see how the prison, how prisoners, you know, how there were so many prisoners during this decade. And then when it came, when 
Bill Clinton got into office, the prison population exploded. Like, wow. So see, we forget. You know, we get uh, some maybe too young to remember the Clinton administration, or some just love Bill and Hillary so much that, you know, we kind of give them a pass, you know, on certain things. But it actually was brought up when Hillary Clinton was running for office. Uh, some of the young black kids uh, questioned Bill Clinton. It's somewhere on YouTube, and he didn't like it very much. Because usually, you know, black people love Bill Clinton. You know, wherever he goes, he gets a warm reception. I know they had a problem with Bill because while he was speaking, they were like, they yelled, I'm like, what about that crime bill? And it, it took him aback. Because it's like, how do y'all know about that? You weren't even born yet, you know. And then that's when he had told them, look, you know, it was something that had to be done. So, yeah, so he didn't like that. So, yeah, go ahead and check it out. Um, the Crime Bill of 1994, um, $36 billion was spent uh, to build new prisons and everything like that. And so far, uh, that was the toughest crime bill so far in the history of the United States. And it was under Bill Clinton's watch. He signed it, and it looks like we loved it because <laughs> uh, we were still voting for Hillary and everything else. So I don't mean to laugh, but, you know, we forget. You know what I mean? I'm going to be honest. I did kind of forget, you know, because it's like I remember three strikes. I mean, who could forget the three strike ball? You know what I mean? But I didn't know he spent $36 billion in order to, um, you know, uh, build more prisons. So that's very interesting, yeah, but they said uh, Bill Clinton was very strong crime, you know, it's like, yeah, you know, he wasn't, he wasn't like an ultra liberal, you understand what I mean? Bill Clinton wasn't as liberal as you may think he is, because remember when it came to gays in the military, he was like, it was don't ask, don't tell, <laughs> you know what I mean? So, yeah, oh, Tyree, no problem, no problem, yeah, but it's interesting. That documentary is very interesting. So, yeah, I learned a lot from that. So, what do you say, Karen? Bill's probably making off the money off the inmates, vending machines, pay phones, et cetera. Oh, yeah. Because, see, we forget, you guys. And I, and I hate to keep sounding like I'm defending Donald Trump. I'm not. But we keep saying, oh, he's a billionaire. Uh, don't sleep on Bill and Hillary. They're billionaires as well. Between the both of them, I think, you know, one's worth a couple of hundred million, the other's worth a couple of hundred million. You understand what I'm saying? These are not poor people. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? They're not poor people. So, yeah. So, anyway, yeah, so she's saying she just had a small role in it, which she could have if another mafia guy turns on another one. He had to be like a top mafia guy. You know, like say if I'm in the mafia and I want to, turn someone in for a reduced sentence, they're going to be like, well, Lisa, come on, you're going to have to give me like John Gotti. You know what I mean? You can't go Rudy Pooh. You're going to have to give me John Gotti if you want this reduced sentence. So that's why in Alice's case, uh, you know, why would they do any bargains with um, her conspirators if she didn't have a major role? You understand what I mean? I'm not saying, you know, I'm not saying she's lying or nothing. I don't know. You know, I'm just saying so. Yeah, so what else, you guys? Then I wonder if Alice, if she hadn't have been arrested, what would her life would have been like? You know, she was 41 at the time, and 
you know, she lost her job, gambling addiction, and just had a hard time. So would she have continued to spiral out of control? Uh, Or would she have changed her life around? It's one of those things we'll never know. You know what I mean? We'll just never know. And is Kim being sincere and helping this lady? Of course not. Come on now. Everyone has distanced themselves from Kanye, right? They, you know, everybody was rocking with him, even though it's like, yeah, you look crazy, but we'll rock with you. But then after slavery comment, that's when everybody stopped following him on Twitter. And then remember the Whitney Houston death photo? Y'all know that. Uh, that was used on a Pusher T's album cover. And Pusher T is that same rapper that's going in on Drake. And Pusher T, if I'm not mistaken, he signed to Kanye's music label. Yeah, and it's like, come on, how are you going to use Whitney Houston's death photo? It's like, that's, that's too tacky. Yeah, yeah. What'd you say, Tyree? It's a damn good thing I didn't go to jail because it's the worst place to be in. I know, I know, man. God, so much, and I know we always make jokes and stuff about prison rape. But it's a serious thing. I know Obama tried to address it when he was president, like, y'all, this is really serious. It's nothing, you know, we say don't drop the soap, you know, and all that stuff. But it's a real, you know, serious thing. So it's like, wow. Uh, uh, uh. But, you know, some need to be in there now. Let's not, you know what I'm saying? So, yep. Karen said um, Kim is using this black woman to get in the White House. Oh, most definitely. And she picked a perfect time. Her husband is acting a fool, so she needs to do something to kind of distance herself. You understand what I mean? Because she knows, in my opinion, she knows she'll never be part of black girl magic. You understand what I'm saying? She'll never be, uh, she'll never be friends with Beyonce, Serena Williams. You know, she ain't going to rock with them. Who's her little friend? What's her name? Um... What's that funny-looking, John Legend's wife, she's funny-looking to me. Yeah, I think they're friends. So, you know, that's her little friend. Ain't nobody rocking with her either. And just because you're not in, quote-unquote, the in crowd, that's what. That's not what I'm saying. What I'm saying is because of your behavior or whatever, people don't want to mess with you, man. It's like, eh, beat it. You know what I mean? Why would Beyonce want to hang out with Kim Kardashian? For what? Kim Kardashian don't do nothing, you know? I mean, okay, Beyonce, you know, she shakes her little ass on stage and stuff like that, but it's business. She's a mom. She's a wife. She runs an empire. She got stuff to do, you know what I mean? Beyonce is not on the Internet taking sexy pictures of herself. She's already, she queen bee. You understand what I'm saying? She don't have to do all that. She's like, look at me, okay? Makeup, no makeup. I'm the queen bee. You understand? She don't need to do all that. You know, everybody knows. Yeah, what's her name? Christy Teigen or whatever. Thanks, Karen. Yeah, I don't like her. She's one of these chicks, too, that wants to get attention. When was it? Was it like two years ago or something like that? Of course she wore a dress with no panties on. Oh, did you see my coochie? I'm sorry. I think one time when her breast flew flew out, oh, I'm sorry. I don't like hoes like that. If you're going to be a hoe, be one. And own up to it. You know what I mean? Don't be doing little stuff like that. Oops, I'm sorry. You know, I like Urkel. Did I do that? You know, it's like, you know, shit, girl. Then I remember one, oh, she just, just tacky. She's one of those where if at a, you're at a party or something 
and she'll be the one to tell a real vulgar joke in front of a bunch of men. You know what I mean? Nah, you know what I mean? Just trying to get attention. It's like, girl, go somewhere, you know? And I remember on one award show she hosted, she was introducing John Legend, and she was said something, here's my husband and the man I'm going to F tonight, or something like that. I'm like, ugh, just tacky. I, I guess I expected more from John Legend, and I shouldn't. You know, I thought he had some class about him. You know what I mean? I shouldn't have did that. It's like, God. Yeah, is she Filipino? I believe she is uh, half white, and I don't think half Filipino. I don't know why I want to think Thai. I forgot, to be honest with you. But, yeah, I know she's half white, you know, and half Asian or something. So, yeah. But, yeah, she's just just, ugh, just one of those, like, go away. I always want attention. You know, Serena Williams don't need attention like that. She's like, I'm the queen of tennis. Everybody know me. She doesn't have to make just Serena walking in a room as a grand entrance. You know what I mean? She doesn't, you know, same thing with Beyonce. Beyonce doesn't have to walk around with her butt out, her chest out. You know what I mean? When she walks in the room, I'm Beyonce, y'all. You know, I play all day. <laughs> but with Kim, bless, you know, she don't have nothing going on. You know what I mean? She got to do something. It's like, oh, I wonder if I show my coochie. You know, will people look at it? <laughs> but anyway, yeah. So, you know, she's trying to uh, try to make a name for herself. You understand what I mean? Nobody wants to hang out with her. And you already know, uh, even if, if her and Kanye ever get a divorce, it's kind of like she's looking at her future, you know what I mean? Like, yeah, let me kind of distance myself. Let me see if I can get into the White House, you know what I mean? Let me see if I can elevate my game a little bit, you know? Okay, you know, Serena's not interested, you know, Beyonce's not interested. Okay, then, forget that crowd. Uh, Let me see if I can use this black shit. Maybe I can get to the White House. Hey, look, she met with the president, right? (laughs) Hey, she met with the president, right? It's almost like she's slowly, like, maybe trying to reform herself for her future. You understand what I'm saying? So it's like, yeah. But you know what? I ain't mad at her. I can't really go in on her too hard. Do you want to know why? Unfortunately, the black community has shamed black people from talking to Trump. Right? We shut it down real quick. Look how we shut down Steve Harvey. Steve Harvey met with Donald Trump, and we've been calling him a sellout ever since. How dare you speak to Donald Trump? Why did you do that? And Steve Harvey's like, well, he is a president of the United States. And, you know, we as black people, you know, we're in a bad shape. We still need to get something done. Let's see. Same thing with Jim Brown. People were calling him a sellout. They were saying uh, he must have Alzheimer's, you know, because he met with Donald Trump. But Jim Brown said, look, I've been trying to meet with President Obama for eight years, and he kept turning me down. Uh, Now, I tried to meet with Donald Trump. He did not turn me down. You know what I'm saying? So it's like, I don't know. Yeah, but like I said, we shut shut Steve Harvey down real quick. Oh, what about Meek Mill? Wasn't there the rumor Meek Mill was going to the White House to discuss prison reform? What happened to that, you guys? The rumor is uh, he was catching hell. And he canceled. He's like, well, you know, I'm not going anymore. So it's like, what? What do you mean? So, yeah, so I don't blame her. You know, we just keep, you know, we just keep, how can I say it? 
uh, we just keep shutting down all of our entertainers or whatever you want to call it, you know. So, yeah, so who else is going to meet? We're not meeting with the president. So I guess, you know, Kim Kardashian's like, shit, I ain't got nothing to lose. Why the hell not? Shit, I don't blame her. Shit. Go on, girl. <laughs> you take yourself right on, you know. It's like, uh-uh, what are we going to do? So what, for these next two years, we're just going to keep things the way it is and not meet with Trump about nothing about black people? We're just going to kick it like that for two years? I wonder if he becomes president for another four years. So for eight years, we're not going to go to the White House to discuss any black issues with Donald Trump. I don't give a damn if he likes us or not, whatever, but it's like we ain't even going to go. Like, really? <laughs> oh, God, it's not funny. It's just ridiculous. It's like, wow. But we just don't complain about everything, right? We ain't going to try, you know, you have, I quote, unquote, the pro-black, you know, always complaining about racism and stuff. But then all they do is gossip about it, right? They spill in the tea. All they do is spill the tea like Wendy Williams, right? What, Umar Johnson, what's his latest, uh, his latest, uh, YouTube video is about Kim Kardashian. What? <laughs> what about your school, man? That's what I'm talking about. It's gossipy. A lot of these men are just very gossipy. I don't understand it. It's like, I do not get it. It's like, uh, uh, uh. What'd you say, Fiona, of all the people in the world that could have invited to discuss a serious issue? I know, but see, that's the thing, Fiona. No one wants to go to the White House, and to be honest, some don't want to get a backlash. You understand what I mean? It's like, uh, look at well, look at what happened with Steve Harvey and Jim Brown. You know, I mean, people, we were going in on them like crazy. So that kind of makes everybody else fearful. Like, well, you know what? I got a movie coming out. I mean, you know, I want black people to go see it. You know, but if I meet with Donald Trump, they're going to think I'm a Republican, even though I didn't vote for him. So I just won't go to the White House. So that's what I'm saying. So who we got left? Kim Kardashian. And we can't be mad at her, right? We can't be mad at her. So, I mean, it's crazy. It's just, wow. It's like, wow. Mm, mm, mm. But like I said, grown men on YouTube acting a fool, you know, spending time trying to figure out is uh, Meghan Markle and Prince Harry, are they taking over Africa? <laughs> You know, it's like, wow. It's like, give me a break. Mm, mm, mm. It's crazy. It really is crazy. What? Oh, you got homeboy CEO of Tesla, Elon Musk. He's sending rockets in outer space, and we just watching him. <laughs> oh, God. Mm, mm, mm. He's busy trying to figure out who's black or not. Drake, he's biracial. No, he's not. He's mixed. No, he's not. He's black. You know what? I think so-and-so got a white woman. No, he don't. Yes, he do. <laughs> and look at Kim. She playing it smart, honey. She's like, I'm going to break away from my husband, and I'm going to the White House. Crazy stuff, I tell you guys. Uh, uh, uh. <laughs> oh, God. Well, anyway, you guys, that's all I had to say. Ooh, fourth quarter, you guys. Golden State is winning. 89 to 85. Whoa, we got about nine minutes left in the game. So I'm going to go ahead and get out of here, y'all, because I want to catch the tail end of this game. 
But thank you guys so much for listening. I appreciate it very, very much. Thank you. Hope you guys have a good weekend. Whoa, three-pointer Cleveland. Yeah, Yeah, I don't have any plans for the weekend, if I'm not mistaken. I know I'm taking next Friday off. I'm giving myself a three-day weekend next Friday. But no, this weekend, as far as I know, I don't have any plans. Actually, I did kind of want to see that movie solo, you know, so uh, I don't know. Yeah, I don't have anything special going on this weekend. So, yeah, so anyway, you guys, thank you so much for listening. Thank you guys in the chat, Karen, Fiona, all the way from Shanghai, girl. (laughs) Uh, Tyree, you're going to have to tell us about that uh, one day, Fiona. That would be nice. Um, You know, just to give, you know, I'm not talking about you got to tell all your business. You know what I mean? Just what's it like in Shanghai and all that good stuff. So, yeah, so you guys, good night. Take care. Have a great weekend. And, you know, you guys know I love to run my mouth. So, to be honest with you, I'll probably be back here before next Thursday. Yeah, probably. So, anyway, okay, I got to (laughs) go. You guys take one. Yeah, that would be nice. That would be very, very nice. So, all right, you guys, take care. Be safe. Have a great weekend, and, uh, yeah, I'll see you next time. Like I said, most likely it will be before next Thursday. All right, I'm going to feel this time. (laughs) Take care. Bye.